Welcome to a very extra special episode of The, the Big Gay Ordeal with Quaylon, Sean, and oh my god, she's back in action. Little Jammy James is here. I'm back. I'm back from Marbs. And I'm on the carbs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the podcast where we usually talk about the ordeal of being gay and the champagne problems that go with it. But what you're going to get today is whatever Ross manages to scoop up from the editing room floor. Oh, God love him. And if you have a drama and you want to get in contact with us, don't. Because, well, you can get in contact with me. I'm back from my holly bobs. But the lads, <laughs> I'm going to give them a break for a week. So yeah, drop into my DMs and let me know. Well, it's about time you did something. Yeah, <laughs> picking up the slack, huh? <laughs> At night, I used to, before I went to bed, and I was kind of like a creature, I was still a creature of habit, so mm-hmm. I used to kind of go to bed like about half nine. So I'd come down beforehand, get a pint of water, and go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so I went down, got the water, and to, to go into the kitchen, you had to like walk through the living room, uh-huh. one door to the living room, and then in through a door into the kitchen. And so I um, got the water, and when I came back into the living room, she locked the door <laughs> to the kitchen behind me. And when I went, I only discovered when I went to the other door to get back to the hall and that door was locked. And I turned around and I was like, what's going on? And my mom was like, I've locked the rooms. What is it you have to tell us? Oh, shit. And I was like, (laughs) drinking the water. (laughs) So thirsty, throat so dry. (laughs) (laughs) And I like, you know, we were so panicked. I couldn't even, I was like, I can't even think of a viable lie right now. I'm joining a cult. Bye. I got a girl pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I really fancy this hot woman and her name is Cher. (laughs) That makes me straight, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's her and Madonna for me all day long. (laughs) Well, it's sign of Kylie Minogue. Thanks so much. (laughs) That Kylie, she just got those moves Mm. that I like. And like, my dad was oblivious. Like, he was just. Did he know about the letter? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, so (laughs) I'm sure he was like. Sit yeah, down, so, woman. Literally, he was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> you know. And my mom was like, "Sean has something to tell us." So my dad was like, "Oh, what is it?" And I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm having a brain aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh. think of anything." Yeah. So you're you know, all like, the- "No, I am actually having one. That's what I have to tell you." <laughs> yeah. Like across my brain, it was just like, "You are gay. You are gay. You are gay." Oh, I was like, "Oh no!" So I told them, yeah, and it was like. No, set the scene now. So did you just go, like, in a kind of a half kind of go, "I'm gay, all right," or was it more like? <laughs> yeah, it was like a, fa- a slow yeah. fire. Or <laughs> you just go, okay. And then you're like, what you saying? You're like, oh, if you're not listening to me, forget it. <laughs> and then blame it on them. And jump out the window. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember this, like this moment being like in bed and me crying, kind of going, I just don't understand why I act like this. And I, this is what I love. And none of the other boys in my school or that I know of yeah. that are like this. Yeah. Why am I so alone? And I remember my mom saying that you're not by yourself. You're not alone. There's plenty of little boys out there that are exactly the same as you. But you just don't see it. No, of course not. Because there was no TV. There was no education. Like, it was just not it. And, like, everything that boys had to do in school was sports. Yeah. Football, hurling, soccer. It was all the same. And I had absolutely no interest in that. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a certain age a lot of the time. And then you'd go to an all-boys school, depending on what town you 
are in. Yeah. And oh, my jazz. I was just like, oh, God, so scary. Yeah. So I never had to have that like coming out story. It was almost like I always had to accept myself first yeah. because yeah. my parents were always continuously telling me that I'm perfect and I'm normal and this is fine. And, you know, when I get older, I can make decisions that I want and I'll find my people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, they definitely knew that I was going to move the second I could. Like, I was like, I want to leave school. I want to leave school. I just want to work. I just want to move, move, move. And then when I had that chance, that's exactly what I did. Um, I, I have a question. Yeah. Do you ever think you will find your people? Um, <laughs> if I was to say they're in He's the room still. now, I would say I would be lying. Completely lying. I really <laughs> hope you find them, quite I really do. Turns out that I'm perfectly happy being a boy and I almost have that like I feminize myself through the power of hair and makeup and Mm -hmm. clothing for festivals and things like that but then I also love just to be like a lad and it's just so easier as well yeah and so I like to have (laughs) you know I've done my own version of what I wanted as a kid yeah you're comfortable in yourself yeah like totally understand that it's okay to be feminine yeah and it doesn't mean that you're any less of a man or no absolutely that you have to go extreme one way or the other no Agreed. totally you can do there are no rules you can yeah. be whoever you want to be so and i like and i think it's probably one of my favorite things about myself is that i'm always going to be authentically myself yeah and it's down to my parents and my upbringing that mm. is how i feel that way and i'm extremely lucky yeah. so like big props to your parents yeah like that's, yeah. it's a beautiful story yeah. really ah! Proud kid moment and proud friend of your kid moment, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Kelly. Thriving. Nailed it. Boys thriving. They'll never listen to this. <laughs> no. But, um, it'd be great. <laughs> Good, because God loved them hearing some of my stories. <laughs> <laughs> Quailon, that might be the first time I've ever seen you or believe that you've experienced an emotion. <laughs> really? I could feel myself getting a little bit of I think I think I've seen I, I think I've seen his forehead move. I think I grew up with so many girls and uh, women in my life. Mm-hmm. And I to your point as well, quite when I was younger, I was just so transfixed on these beautiful creatures and women and characters that I've seen either mm. on the TV or else mom's friends or my mom was a childminder, so I would have seen all the mums coming to collect their kids. Yeah. Mm. And mum and dad had actually uh, fostered a few kids when we were younger as well. Oh, no way. And there was a few girls in there, so it was just surrounded by a lot of feminine energy. With my brother coming along, um, there's three years between us, but I think when I was getting to a certain stage and seeing what he was playing with and seeing maybe his friends and all into the football thing, I tried to dabble into it and it just, I knew it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of find, got confident enough and find what I wanted to like play with and I just kind of owned it. I just, I knew for a fact that I was gay and I was happy enough being male and, you know, I was, I knew where, I knew who I was. Yeah. You know, I was just slowly building my confidence. And when I came to sort of like 16, 17, you kind of like maybe stumble across some X-rated websites. And you're kind of like, no, this is definitely where I need to be. And <laughs> I like the look of some of this. <laughs> I love how you're like, stumble across on yeah. these websites. Like, oh yeah. no, I typed in cocksucker and accidentally Well, you know, back in the day, we all, had, I, we all had that dial-up internet, oh that AOL. Yeah, you'd be typing in yeah. boobies. Oh, you know. No, you would not, know. would you go over? That was I, like a calculator, maybe. I'm doing upside down. <laughs> <laughs> but... I knew there was, I kind of was dabbling at that age. Um, and it was a few, it was, it was the year of my 18th birthday. My birthday's in April. And it was sort of like January, February time. Mm-hmm. I knew I was gay. Like, and I God, wanted, and I wanted. I was, I was, yeah, and I definitely really kept, I was really, I wasn't. But how long had you like 
known 100%. Like. Uh, probably a couple of years. Yeah. But I wasn't like a sex... Had you told anyone at this stage? No. Okay. No, no. I really kept it to myself. But I wasn't interested in anything. I wasn't interested in dating anyone. I wasn't interested. That's why I asked, you know, when we sexually active. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. in my forefront at all. Versus nine, Jesus. <laughs> um, now it's in your forefront, your back front, <laughs> your front back, <laughs> your ear front, <laughs> your west front, north front. I remember like running around the garden. Mm-hmm. I remember my nan making a comment going, oh God, you remind me of one of those little kids I see on the TV. And I was like, God only knows what that means. Now. A bag. <laughs> yeah, it could be. But you know, it was a bit like, I. it was just... I was as free as anything yeah. around her, even though yeah. she is like that older, older generation. Yeah. And I remember saying to my mom, do you just think, do you think Dan ever knew? And my mom said, I think she did. And I remember just kind of getting upset about it, almost like a relief, yeah. kind of going, she, so she truly did know my authentic self and she truly did love me for as much as like I felt she loved me. Yeah. And um, then my mom was like, she did make a comment saying, um, Quinnon's great, isn't he? He, he never bothers the girls. He's always so friendly and nice to them. Never bothers them. (laughs) I love that. She also loved that I was an altar boy as well, so I don't know why she was talking about that. (laughs) Something that I came across this week was The Swarm, uh, a new show on Amazon Prime that was Mm. released, and I don't know if you've seen it or heard about it. I've heard nothing. Okay, so it's actually a really good show and I would recommend anyone to check it out. Swarm of bees. No, 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 no. So, like, it features um, it features a girl who's called Dre, fascinated with this celebrity who's kind of, like, Beyonce-esque. Okay. And her fans are called The Swarm. Like, Alice, The Hive. Oh, oh I see. Bay once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bay once. Bay once A. Um, so, like, she's obsessed with this fictional pop star. Um, the show is a deep dive into her life, her fandom, and how it takes her to dark, unexpected places. But she loses her virginity to um, a character that's played by Rory Culkin. Well, there's this Gusting. really odd scene, <laughs> yeah. right, where he... Like, she wakes up the next day and he's there washing a bowl of strawberries in a... Wet with strawberries? <laughs> he's washing a bowl of strawberries in a glass bowl and, like, he comes to his bottom naked, like, yeah. full frontal. Oh, wow. Roy Culkin of the Culkin. I'm, I'm Googling. In a wonderful crystal <laughs> glass. And comes over and presses his flaccid penis oh, against God. the glass bowl. Of course you like the show. <laughs> well, like, no, it's just, it's a very interesting, it's a very cool yeah, show, yeah. but like, yeah, the scene was very, uh, like, uh, I, 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 I just haven't processed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought what was really funny Still is that, it. <laughs> <laughs> what was really funny was that, like, Donald Glover is one of the, like, co-creators of the show. Okay. And that scene came about, he said, because, um, he actually, it's from his, like, a, a hookup story himself. But Kieran Culkin also went full frontal in How many Succession. Are there? Uh, Is Macaulay yeah. Culkin in this? No, I was literally like, any day now we're going to get Macaulay Culkin's flaccid <laughs> penis in our faces. And I will be like, you know, home alone, like, <laughs> like, n- not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for it. So do you ever remember the guy that was branded the hot felon on, um, on his mugshot? Yes. yes, the hot prisoner guy. Yes, um, yes, yes. Jeremy um, Ray, I believe his name mm. is. Um, what an absolute ride! It was the blue eyes. Yeah, he was stunning. Mm, mm, mm. So his mugshot went absolutely viral, and like the whole world was like, "Oh my God, he's stunning!" Now he didn't do anything terrible. He was just part of a gang, but um, he went out with Chloe Green. 
yes. um, from 2017 to 2019, and they have a baby together as well. They have a baby? Yes. Mm. So I she's actually, the heiress to the Arcadia Group, Top Shop, Top Man, all well, that sort of yeah. stuff. She's not the heiress well, to that anymore. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> I actually had done her makeup a couple of times. Did you? No yeah, before she went wow. out with him. Now. But one of the best iconic moments was I was standing holding a fragrance in Selfridges, and I was like, oh my God, there's Lindsay Lohan. And Lindsay <laughs> Lohan was with Chloe actually, Green. Actually, actually, Lindsay, no way. Yeah, her Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> no, no, no. So they were hanging out together, and Lindsay Lohan. Remember back, um, the girls would wear the the side cutout tops. Oh, they'd yeah, have too. loads of side boob. Well, she was nearly like kicking her tits on the way. Lindsay <laughs> was. But this is when Which she. Which one? <laughs> both tits. Oh, no. oh <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> it was her left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Um, I didn't really look at it that much. But I'll, um, we had this like diamond encrusted, um, like the things that we used to sell were outrageous, diamond encrusted oh, yeah. mascara. There's only six of them ever made for a brand that I was working with. And it was like huge commission if you were to sell it, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, this is my moment. <laughs> and um, so Chloe starts coming up to me and I was like, okay, cool. I've done her make a couple of times. She knows me. And I was like, oh, have you seen this? This is a limited edition, blah, 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 whatever. Sales, sales, sales. And she was like, oh, maybe my friend wants it. And I was like, oh my God, I know who your friend is. <laughs> and this was the time that Lindsay Lohan tried to pass off being in a West End show as community service. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> clever, oh, clever, icon. And anyways, Lindsay bought it. Oh, no icon! So I was like, score. So like, basically, How much was Lindsay the paid for like a couple of nights out for me? <laughs> um, I've actually been out a night out with her. I really mm. struggle with this whole separating the artist mm. from the art. Like to me, it's one and the same. Like you were celebrating the art of this person, and if that person happens to be, you know a racist, you know, fat-shaming, mm. woman-shaming Nazi, then, you know, I don't like to support it. And I was really waiting, considering the fact that, like, Ashley Graham went and Lizzo mm. was there and they're all about body positivity. Yeah. I was really waiting for someone to, like, I don't know, have some kind of statement on their dress. Yeah. Or yeah. just go in, like, you know... Karl Lagerfeld did that whole, one of the first, you know, bodycon collections, mm -hmm. you know, where he said, I think he said something crazy, like, it's the shape to be raped in. What? And, like, I was hoping that, like, oh my gosh. In someone, a big girl or something would wear a bodycon dress with that quote Slogan. on it or something, yeah. you know, as a, almost like as a fuck you, Tim, or something. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was celebrities that did boycott it, though. I did mm. see that Selena Gomez was, like, no. absolutely not going. Yeah. <gasps> And then Lady Gaga wasn't there either. Yeah, and we thought she was really going to go there. Yeah. She's always been there. Yeah, I think she was kind of friendly with him. Oh. He had a really wide friend group. So yeah. it was yeah. very interesting. And there was a lot of love for him. Uh, the biggest one, I think, was um, Olivia Rothstein of the creative director of Balmain. Uh, had Jeremy Pope, who's their muse, but they had a huge cloak. It was massive. Mm. It was over 10,000 fabric flowers were used to actually yeah. do the Jeremy silhouette Pope. of his face. That's how much he was in love with him and really respected him. Oh my God. Yeah, so there definitely was a lot of love out there for yeah. him and the art. The, the only comment of Carl's that I ever agreed with was, sweatpants are a sign of defeat. You've lost yeah. control of your life, so you brought some sweatpants. <laughs> I, I did actually I agree. that one. Yeah. But like, you have that in different aspects of different celebrities. Think of it like Naomi Campbell. We're all like, she's one of the most biggest supermodels that is out there. Mm. She's fantastic. She's glorious. Front covers still, and she's in her 50s. Yeah. But 
do we then put aside that she was throwing her phone at, you know, her assistants, yeah, and just being an absolute tyrant (laughs) to, like, people that are so below her. They've all... They've all some, said something. Well, I, can't, I can't wait for my quote to come out one day. <laughs> I think everyone early. agrees though when he holds his goal, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> kind of went down a little rabbit hole, and there's a few more on the on their way. Oh, a few more dating shows. Yeah. So Netflix are going to come out with theirs, and it's called The Ultimatum: Queer Love. And it's from the people that brought us uh, Love, Love is Blind. Oh, okay. that's going to be good. Yeah. Exactly. Chaos. Yeah. So and it's Netflix, got budget. Yeah. And this is uh, it's actually based around lesbians. And it's kind of like uh, there's, again, a group of couples there. And it's their ultimatum. Do they want to get married? Do they want to move in together? Do they want to get a pet? Well, they'll go on one date and they'll move in together. So well, that's just a typical <laughs> lesbian way. But also they could only do it with lesbians because gay men don't date each other. <laughs> we, there's, no. There is no relationships. <laughs> So that's really exciting. And that one's got, it's called Queer Love. So it's easily could be branched off into different sort of yeah. versions and stuff. So that's exciting. Okay. And then there's one more coming out. It's on um, Paramount Plus called Love Always with mm. A-L-L because it's for all oh, people. And it's for pansexuals. Oh, oh. So again, a cluster of pansexual people who are going to try to experience each other and see who connect with each other. So that one, I'm very excited for that one to come that out. That one now would be very educational. Oh, yeah. And it would be like, that would be a tricky one. I think one that could be a bit for, wild. I think it would be tricky for them, the actual, not the contestants, but like... Yeah, for the, the production. Yeah. For them to be like, okay, cool. There's so many people that I probably do like. And because it's it's all about that kind of like inner emotion and like liking people's personalities before yeah. their gender. It's like, wah, that'd be electrifying. So that'd good. be really interesting because you won't have any of the, oh my God, the minute I saw this person, I was yes. just blown away by them. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. going to be, you know, In I walked more... into the room and I saw people. That's it. I gravitated towards their energy. Somebody did a wet fart and I was like, they've got humor. I like them now. <laughs> but I think that kind of brings me back to I Kissed a Boy where there's just a nice diverse cast between them all. There They're not is. all gorgeous like Love Island boys. There's definitely a bit more diversity between yeah. them, which is really, really nice. And there's just a, re- there seem like a really fun bunch of lads, don't they? Yeah. And also I just want to say, fuck you, Love Island. You know, uh, <laughs> there was so many campaigns that were, you know, <laughs> put mm-hmm. for the producers to Missed do a gay version. And, you know, they've clearly missed out because now everyone's, like, caught, con- mm. cottoned on to it and is, you know, doing versions of it. Yeah. And sorry, like, even getting Diamond O today as well, just a great little gay icon herself. So, totally. Great move what, on what, from what Maya did, Jama. <laughs> what did the producers of Love Island say? It was too logistically challenging oh, to production. do yeah. um, a gay version. Yeah. Very such my ball's logistically challenging. An absolute cop-out of a thing. Like, ready? Yeah, and obviously I think it's about time this obviously happens. We have, I don't want to dip it, but that's kind of what has been out there. It was Attitude magazine said it was the gay Love Island has finally arrived. So really excited to see what the, that comes from that. And also it is nominated for yeah. a National Television Award. Please get on and vote now. I just did it before the pod. Fuck Love Island and vote for I Kissed a Boy. I did walk in on my parents watching Queer as Folk. I'm so glad that you went like, with that. I walked in on my parents watching Queer as <laughs> <laughs> And like, I definitely... I wasn't allowed to watch that because you know it was no 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 visual. Uh, there was yeah. very there was a lot going on in that and <laughs> um, but I remember like I would slowly walk through the living room a few times just going to the kitchen to get some water um, but I'm like washing my barber's hair <laughs> I'm obviously English now as well I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> a cup of tea, mummy. <laughs> Anything 
else, please. Else. Um, but like, obviously, my eyes would be glued to <laughs> yeah, the television. Yeah. I was like, there's homosexuals on the TV. But in your 30 years, you've done two prides. Two or three prides, I think. Yeah, it's actually I think quite, you're quite disgraceful. Terrible. Yeah. Disgraceful. I support the cause by getting on my knees. Have you seen my knees? <laughs> They're an absolute mess. <laughs> Absolute mess. I do. What you do, there's nothing to be proud of. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You're bringing the community down. (laughs) Whatever you should I'm bringing myself down. (laughs) One of the the, um, best prides that I have been to was in 2019, I went to World Pride in New York. Oh my God. Yeah, it was also the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Oh wow. So it was... Lit. Wall to wall, phenomenal. Like, yeah. and we were we marched with the Irish parade. Oh my yeah. god! But it was great, and um, Leo was there, and Matt, ah. and um, yeah, we were all the cool the, cats. Yeah, we got on the float. It was brilliant. It was really, really good. And Did you like, pay for your own flights? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. I wasn't there in an like official capacity. <laughs> oh. just, As a former Mr. Frontland. So anyone can walk in the parade then? <laughs> well, I had friends that knew people that had kind of organized. That knew people. Oh, cool. That stuff, knew people so. in New York. Oh my God, the big gay ordeal float one yeah. day. <gasps> that would oh be so God, good. It would be so manifest, cute. Manifest. Oh, be, it would be a big uh, cloud. Yeah, kind of with the and we'd have else. our own little mm-hmm. stages. And yeah. I will not be wearing a little diaper. Oh Jesus Oh hell no No it's be a sexy sash No one wants to see me In a sexy sash And a diaper No you can wear A jock diaper Because we're Oh I could wear one of those no, Oh yeah we're with cherubs, cherubs. <laughs> They're not diapers They're little towel things Yeah they're just little Togas oh, Togas oh, little, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay maybe I'll I'll think of it Oh yeah okay you Oh creative juices yassif- are flowing yassif- <laughs> You can yassify it In your yes. head <laughs> Yassification <laughs> Oh yeah I love it um, but yeah, that was definitely one of the best prides. Also, obviously, I was in New York, so like, it's it so was cool. lit. And you're going yeah. from bar to club, to the after party, to the bar, to the, <laughs> to the club. <laughs> to the metro, to another one. Let's go. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening uh, to this extra special episode. And we hope that you tune in again when we start recording season two of The Big Ordeal. Oh my God. Don't forget to subscribe and like and rate the podcast and share it with Everyone you know, go on. Rate us the filth. Please, we love it. And if you're on Instagram, please follow us on Big Girl Deal. And then drop us any emails, notions at thebiggirldeal at gmail.com, please. I've been Quaylon Kelly with Sean Dillon and James McCrudden. You've been listening to The, the Big Girl Deal.